When so much of life is about the big moments, it's the details in the all-new 2022 Grand Wagoneer that make the small moments truly special. Take joy in American premium design and available technology, like the 23-speaker Macintosh reference entertainment system, and with seating for up to eight, no detail is overlooked, because it's the details that make every journey grand. The Grand Wagoneer. Grand adventures return. Wagoneer is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hi there, I am Adam Kibas, and this is uh, another episode of my podcast literary analysis we are still at Macbeth we are still analyzing Macbeth we were in the beginning the last time we talked about about uh, about King Duncan why he is a, a bad leader in in Machiavellian terms this is indeed very important to to take into consideration. So we talked about uh, why King Duncan um, may be some sort of the cause and the reason of all this usurpations because we know before Macbeth uh, there was another usurpation of the former uh, fane of court was so Macbeth just assumes his title in that sense. So there is some sort of a common um, circumstance or, or, or situation of betrayal. Betrayal. So King Duncan, we said, is not, uh, uh, or is not with his man. He does not know what is going on, but rather some sort of listens to what he's been um, listens to messengers, listens to people who advise him, and so on and so forth. So in that sense, this again some sort of hits into the theme of, of the play. This is blindness, blindness in that sense. He, he King Duncan, was blind uh, about the former fane of Corda, who to whom he had absolute trust he says it he admits it he didn't saw that one coming and again he does not see some sort of betrayal of Macbeth coming he praises him he makes a huge danger as we said from a Machiavellian few he praises Macbeth too much he admits without you without your uh, help I would be nothing indeed I mean this is dangerous dangerous in that sense because Macbeth is is not only now the fane of Glams but as well as the fane of Gordor uh, and he has a lot of aspiration he controls the army and everyone and we said those who know a little bit about about uh, Roman his history of the uh, Imperium Roman known know that this is very dangerous, especially after the Marian reform. Mm, every general who some sort of has control of the army can make him him uh, 
himself to be hailed as emperor. This was some some very dangerous times uh, in the Roman Empire, which then led to some developments, um, which then the Middle Ages in, inherited. However, this is whole Roman history. Now at Macbeth we have a lot of themes and themes of what a theme of blindness is very vivid in King Lear but as well as you have here with blindness you have blindness as well as with disguise I mean I have written some some um, some quotes which again proves how important important blindness and it comes over with this guys meaning that the people who are in a way trapped in this world they do not know what is going on beside them i mean one thing of course is that that uh king duncan cannot see through people of 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 course because he's not with the people but the blindness uh, for example or that you want to this Guys, your true purpose. This is when Lady Mac, or um, this quote, what I'm going to read is when Lady Macbeth uh, got the message from her husband that he met some witches. Those witches told him that uh, that he's going to be king. This some sort of raised his am ambition, raised his as as. He was at first scared and shocked because he, this is very important, did actually not really know uh, or did not really uh, give in to this notion that he might be king or he did not think about becoming king. So when those witches, those three witches, some uh, then reveal to him that he might be king, this is some sort of shocked and his friend Banco some sort of realizes it and so on and 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 from there on you could either either say yeah would he have some sort of killed King Duncan when he had known about this this Islam some sort of uh, things you you um, think about especially when you know or have watched the movie my Matrix Matrix when Neo some sort of meets the Oracle for the first time, and he he I think bumps into a pot and throws it down, and the oracle before he some sort of throws the pot down says to him, yeah, do not matter about the pot. He gets shrieked and then uh, some sort of bumps into the pot, and this is again some sort of this question: Would he have? bumped into the pot would have Neo bumped into the pot if the oracle wouldn't have told him. And this is again something you have at Mac in Macbeth as well. Would he have some sort of usurped against against the king if those witches did not some sort of wake his his uh, his um, ambition? And this is something, uh, yeah, because this is something you indeed get the notion of in the plot that Macbeth is a decent man. He's not wicked. He's steadfast. He has some principles. Even his wife admits that. Yeah, he is. He's he is too full of the milk of human 
kindness. So even he, she knows, even she knows that he's too good to commit that. That's why she some sort of has to trick him. That's why she some sort of has to corrupt him in that sense. And this is some sort of, again, I mean, it is some sort of, we will talk about this shortly. Uh, this, this should to me, between men and women, you some so, sort of have the notion in the play, this is even with uh, Hecat, that women, in a way, spoil men, th- those free witches who, who take revenge, and then Hecat, which assumably is our, is, uh, or is the, is, is the head of the witches, and then later, me, Lady Macbeth, she starts in a way, she, or she uh, brings the ball into rolling, or she, she some sort of um, uh, pushes uh, things into a start, she initiates it, and so on and so on, and from there on, things turn out as they are. But we will be there shortly, but for now we will some sort of talk a little about blindness, about this Guys, I have prepared some some great uh, parts of the scene. I mean, Macbeth, I like the language and so on. I mean, I like Shakespeare's language. That's why good stuff. However, I mean, uh, one great f- example for, for blindness as well as uh, this, guys, is when Lady Macbeth, some sort of conjures up evil spirits, evil spirits to, to this this. Guys, what is going to happen? Uh, uh, King Duncan is at at at, at uh, Macbeth's castle. He he wants there for dinner, and uh, and there some sort of Lady Macbeth makes out the plot to get rid of King Duncan, and she. Uh, says while conjure, conjuring up those evil spirits, come thick night and p- p- pale fee in the dunnest smoke of hell that my knife see not the wound it makes, nor heaven peep through the blanket of the dark to cry, hold, hold. This is actually very important. This is what you see here as well as uh, what uh, then later when Macbeth commits the murder on King Duncan is that Macbeth uh, yeah, does not want to see what he's done. And this is uh, something you some, so, sort of have here in this quote of Lady Macbeth as, uh, as well that my knife see not the wounds that it makes. So, so um, this is happened when later Macbeth kills King Duncan. He some sort of should have left the daggers back there, but he some sort of carried them with them. He's scared. He cannot go back anymore to, to, to bring those daggers back because then this would mean that he would have to see and watch what he's, he, he's, he's, um, going to see and so on. And this is here, you have some sort of blindness, but as well as a desire to look away. And later, Macbeth repents. He wants that this is being undone, that he could some sort of uh, wake 
Duncan, this eternal child, because this is again some sort of comes through the play, and this is that Duncan in his naivete, in his in his uh, oblivion, what is uh, uh, what is happening around him is actually a naive child, and later on um, Macbeth even describes him or uh, describes him as a child. However, I have another quote for blindness and this is this is when Macbeth he's about about to commit this crime on King Duncan and then he he, he says uh, let not let not light see my black and deep desires the eye wink of the hand and let that be which the eye fears when it is done to see so 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 that um, this is as well as again something you want to disguise your true feelings as well as when king duncan could uh, then comes to uh, to macbeth's castle uh, his wife some sort of admonishes him that he should put on um, uh, a happy face because people might read strange mad so again you some sort of play you sort of, you you some sort of this guys yourself self from the reality and as well as this this guys your desires what you think and as well another quote for 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 blindness this is rather king Duncan's blindness, King Duncan does not really see, for example, through the shape. This is very important because he is not with his man on the battlefield. He does not know what they think as well as he is not with his man. That's why he is some sort of naive and he does not see in the heart of people, in the heart of the people. He assumes only the good and when he then, when he and Banco arrive at, at Macbeth's castle he some sort of again sees only the outside only the shape or the or the su superficial appearance but not what is really going on in the castle because in the castle he's plotted against or people have actually have actually already some sort of made up the plot to to get rid of him and here he he says when he sees Uh, Macbeth's castle, King Duncan says to Banco, this castle, this castle have a pleasant seat, the air nimbly and sweetly recommends itself onto our gentle senses. And this is some sort of, why is this important? This is important Because in the beginning of the play, in the beginning of Macbeth, with those three witches, some sort of the theme of the, or, or the, the, I would say the main theme of the plot is some sort of established. And this is that, this is a dark plot. And, and if we some sort of, and it is, it is about war, it is about blood, it is about conspiracy. And we would assume, yeah, it has to be dark and so on. And, the, and then in this dark world, imagine, uh, uh, like, say, Edgar Allan Poe, and we will talk about Edgar Allan Poe, but imagine um, those who know Poe, that uh, there's a dark world, everything is dark, and then at once some sort of appear, appear uh, a very 
vivid this this description about life about about everything about a good air despite the fact that we actually know before this before this or be, despite the fact that uh, that that the previous scene the there is Lady Macbeth who have conjured up up uh, the demons and evil spirits to some sort of a turn her milk to gold and and so on and so forth despite what is going up inside the castle this is dark this this is uh, this is some sort of evil yet King Duncan sees only uh, the beautiful sky beautiful birds and so on and so forth this is the huge contrast and this is why this is important this is not just yeah, by some some people having random conversation so it, it is the contrast that he that king duncan still this describes some sort of a good nature and even banku as well banku uh, who is the uh, a close friend of macbeth they again some sort of uh, this this gripe uh, the beauty of it all and somehow they do not know through people and later on they will again some sort of reminiscence about Macbeth Beth he was considered a, a decent man he was considered so so this really hits in to this spot I mean there there are a lot of plenty examples for for this guys this is when for example this is another uh Sorry about that outside our Shi'ai neighbors there. They have all dogs and they are barking. They can't stop barking. Well, however it is, I mean, I don't know why some people, despite the fact that we are in the crisis, still have to hold dogs. However it is, but, but, uh, to this guys, we were at this guys, uh, there is another example for this guys again. So this is what, what Macbeth says, uh, um, for be, uh, to be face must hide what the false heart doth know. So again, you some sort of have this, um, you always want to disguise this on purpose. So it is not only that King Duncan is just oblivious or that he does not know, he is being tricked into oblivion. However, so so it is indeed very important. Another main theme of the of the play is, of course, ambition. This is what probably the biggest theme of the um, uh, what um, one of the great theme of the of the play. And I some sort of or there are two forms of desire or um, ambition, and this is then perfectly some sort of explained in the play as well this is through drunkenness so so if there is talk about drunkenness it is not um, per se just about about people getting drunk not at all it is it is it is more about that and here is drunkenness some sort of used as a synonym for um, um, ambition for desire this again hits in in to the spot of blindness this is what uh, uh Later is explained by the porter that the drunkenness some sort of lulls you into false security. It, it is this towards your perception of of the world. Some some it is 
despite the fact of or if you read this passage or listen to it it make in in Macbeth it's some sort of appears to be as if they would be talking about sex as if they would be talking about religion uh, uh no about ab, about debauchery about sex no but it is rather i would assume it is really about ambition what does ambition do to you and am, am, ambition in that sense it is rather seen through drunkenness drunkenness is being used synonymous with ambition You have a lot of, uh, um, I mean, in the beginning, you have Macbeth. He, uh, like we said before, he's surprised because he actually did not himself know what his heart desired. So, so this meant when those three witches reveal to him uh, that he some sort of uh, could be king, some sort, and then his desire is been is been uh, raised uh, or his desire has been awakened this is very important and this which leads us to a dilemma would he have gone so far and so on so but however there it is some sort of to make Beth he, himself what's not uh, it was not very clear what he wants what he desired and so on however but mm, This desire then becomes drunkenness, uh, especially when he becomes uh, the fane of Gordor. So, because the three witches um, have have had revealed to him uh, that he will become the fane of Gordor after he is already the fane of fame of Glams, and then he is some sort of uh, will become king. And, and then later, when he's proclaimed the, the fan of Gordor, uh, Gordor, uh, he some sort of sees this rising, uh, desire, but then he has a setback, and this is Malcolm. There, uh, this is some sort of again, uh, which further increases his desire, and this is again very important. This is a cue of the plot structure, so this means your, the protagonist Macbeth does not Or is not able to to some become uh, become king on a, in a normal way uh, or in a ordinary way. No, he has to some sort of barge his way through it because Malcolm is in his way. This is pretty much then leads to the fact that he has to get rid of King Duncan. However, but here you see with, with this setback. There already starts a drunkenness, a desire. Uh, you want more, you want uh, thing, um, and this then uh, some sort of, and then Macbeth breaks the news to to Lady Macbeth. She hears about it, and and this again some sort of starts her desire, her drunkenness, and she uh, and she some sort of. Uh, gets the servants or the protectors of King Duncan drunk so that they do not or cannot perform, perform their duty. And she uh, again some sort of says something which again proves from my point of view that drunkenness is being used about uh, synonymous with, with ambition, but it has two forms. The one side of ambition is that you are just or that one side of drunkenness is that you are just complacent with what you have and the other one is that you are re really driven by desire and drunkenness. And, and Lady Macbeth 
saying after she has metaphorically drunk out of the chalice of desire and, and um, ambition, she states that with which made me drunk have made me bold. Now that with made them drunk have made me bold that have quenched them have given me fire. This is again so you have so some sort of a double edged sword sword. So the, so drunkenness here with the servants she then later say because the servants or instead of protecting King Duncan they all fell asleep they become too complacent so so uh, and then Lady Macbeth says do they do do mock their charge with snores so 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 that they are too complacent they do not know what is coming despite the fact which later Macbeth reports that one of those servants yelled murder murder but but again it's just they uh, slipped slipped uh, or or some sort of uh, uh, resumed their sleep so they did not do anything at all here again so drunkenness in one sense one can assume or is being assumed as as someone or, or being too complete Placent. So, so really, some sort of uh, is 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 uh, is a sedatum, sedative for some, but for others, like Lady Macbeth, the drunkenness is indeed some sort of synonymous with ambition. She and Macbeth have drunken or took a, a huge gulp of the chalice of um of um. And this is indeed very important. Desire is, is then later in the third, fourth act, uh, when Malcolm some sort of makes his confession. It is, of, of, of course, again, we will t talk about this as well. Again, it is some sort of appears as a con confession. Uh, in the fourth act, uh, uh, he... Uh, the, Malcolm, the son of the king and the heir, uh, some sort of confesses to Mac, uh, Macduff um, uh, what king he might be, because they, they are talking about the time after the after the reign of Macbeth. They are talking about yeah, what king will be, what will come of Scotland, and there uh, Malcolm confesses again. It is a Test, but uh, uh, but it is really con confusing to make tough. He doesn't know. He even asked you, why would you say these word things and so on. So, so it is. Uh, I would assume really meant real. So 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 the Duncan some sort of speaks out his heart and and he again talks about gluttony. He talks about the desire of of stealing everyone's wife. He talks about the desire of 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 of. Of money about everything he wants that he would get rid of people and so on so on here again you have some sort of this drunkenness this, this, this which drives people which uh, some sort of leads to a disaster and so on and so forth so so the, this is i think these two forms of drunkenness this is important and they even some uh, uh, is even uh very important And it is some sort of again reiterated by the porter who 
explains it again. It is. It may assume that it is a reference to sexuality, but I will. I would assume it is partially. Yeah, drunkenness again. This normal complacency, but you have to read it uh, in in another way as well. And this is when drunkenness. It is really some sort of uh, like what happens in this tragedy, in, in this tragedies that you some sort of lose touch with reality anymore or, or, or what is apt or that you lose your senses. I mean, this is when Macbeth, who has been considered a decent human being, who is, who is admired and praised and some sort of commits treason like his predecessor before him. So again, he's, he's the former fane of Cordor, probably drank out of the chalice of ambition as well and then got drunk so you have to some sort of read drunkenness in two forms another very important thing what we uh, talked about and started talking about this was some some sort of another great theme we we some sort of started was uh, that every action has a reaction I mean this this is uh, one of the central themes of the of the play it it starts with uh, it 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 starts with this story this little narration of the witches so 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 the, with this ship and so on and it again goes f- through the entire theme as well this is something when you have to measure, for example when Macbeth he's about to get rid of King Duncan and he's some sort of Ponders. This is again some sort of a great structure uh, of of Shakespeare. We will talk about the structure as well. We will as well as talk about later about the switching of scenes. Again, this is not very easy because Macbeth was made for the theatre. But I have prepared, uh, or I will prepare one extra. Uh, episode for the switch of scenes. We will uh, analyze the Dark Knight, or we, uh, uh, we will analyze Batman. Uh, uh, not the Dark Knight, but Batman begins the switching of scenes, which is impo- important, especially if you are a writer or if you write screenplays. This is a big issue: how to switch scenes, which scenes, uh, which scene should follow another this is always a big issue whatever it is but here we will some sort of uh, talk a little bit further about this every action has a reaction everything that goes around comes around and so on and so forth and this is these are very important and then when 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 um Macbeth, he's not very uh, or he's some sort of hesitant he reluctantly in the in the end commits the murder and he repents and so on uh, and there you have again some sort of the, that 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 Macbeth tries to avoid the consequences because Macbeth knows that if he goes uh, that if he kills the king that this will have consequences and he some sort of ponders over the over these consequences consequences yeah what if we could some sort of prevent that this becomes a president then this is what he's talking about because because not only is is um, there, will this lead to some sort of a common habit uh, a common habit because if he gets ring 
rid of the king, then then he could fall victim to it as well. This is what we would, uh, saw in the Roman Empire. So so their their uh, empires would die die on a on a very frequent basis. So it became pretty much obvious that that when the Praetorian Guard did not like an emperor, they would just got get rid of him and so on and so forth. And and Macbeth knows it and this is again what um, p- p- proves that he indeed understands under under uh, that he understands uh, uh, leadership and so on and so forth. And and here again because then Macbeth some sort of knows because because Duncan is this child, this naive child, uh, he will have uh, a lot of support. He even knows that uh, some sort of, uh, that um, if he gets rid of King Duncan, the public would some sort of chide him, would, would see only a bad of him. This is, this is again a big issue when Malcolm confesses his thoughts to, to, to make Duff. And here again, in a Machiavellian view, if we some sort of analyze this in a Machiavellian view, you would then, of course, agree with Macbeth that you do not get, get rid of uh, a leader who is very popular, a leader who is very uh, beloved by his people, because Macbeth said, yeah, yeah, King Duncan did, did actually nothing wrong. He acted in a certain way. He did the best he could, he's naive, he's oblivious, what is going on around him. We would consider him in an, an Machiavellian view, a very weak king. He doesn't know what's going on. He's not with his man. However, but the public loves him or the public only sees the good of him. And, and then when Macbeth would get rid of him, then people would uh, associate with his reign only only that the murder of Mac, uh, only the murder of Duncan is hideous and and there are uh, a lot more references about a child that that he that he some sort of kills this the this this innocent child in that sense and this child uh, narration or this ch- ch- child theme is again a big big uh, theme in the in the play as well however this this every action has 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 a re- reaction this plays as well as to the virtues of the characters virtues like like coward this uh, later when Macbeth gets rid of King Duncan and then more and more his his paranoia gets the best of him he becomes more and more a this a this pot and Mac his great adversary escapes. He leaves, uh, but without without his family, he's a coward, uh, and he is even uh, considered uh, by his own family, by his own wife, as a coward, as a traitor who does not stand with his family. And then, in the end, because of this, because he's not manly, we will. Talk about this shortly as well, because Macduff is not manly. He's not a man who stays with his family and fights because of this. He in the, in the end loses his 
family and this again brings us into begin in back in to the beginning of this witches of this small narration of this witch so that you pay for other people's uh, 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 faults or or wrongs or and failures as well and his wife and his children they are all 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 then killed they're all slain Macduff, uh Macduff can nothing but weep and the same happens with king uh with the heir malcolm as well so the moment the moment Macduff got rid of uh, uh his father of uh, uh of prince Duncan's father, Prince Duncan, does uh, no, Prince uh, Prince Malcolm and his brother Dumbleblame do, do not stay their ground. They do not stay there to avenge their father. They do not stay there to some sort of analyze or go go behind what is happening there. But they rather decide to escape. This is again some sort of. Uh, where you feel and should get the notion that Malcolm is actually not a good king, that he's a coward, that he fled the field. He even says that uh, if there is no, uh, there is warrant in theft when there is no mercy left, which just means yeah, you can steal your yourself away, which which is nothing but the justification of coward. This this again actually proves um, that King. Duncan is a, a weak king that is in the end in the fourth act where he some sort of admits his his desire that this can be taken for true and in addition to this uh, the three witches some sort of prophesies that Banco or Banco's heirs will become kings so this means that when the play is over when Mac Beth is dead and uh, and Malcolm is hailed the king. Then you some sort of perceive well, this is not over yet. So this will go on, go on. So this will uh, lead down to the path of debauchery. Why? Because there are weak kings. Why? Uh, which uh, further makes the the situation dire. And uh, and this is again some sort of this is uh, a vicious circle from which one might not be escaped. Uh, in that sense, this is uh, pretty much important. I think uh, uh, there is a great summary of the i would say f f three to four themes of the of the play and this is uh, when the porter there's a drunk porter i mean this this drunk porter again falls out of the play because the play if you see Mac or listen or read macbeth it is a pretty much serious play it is about betrayal about murder and there is again some sort of after king Duncan is dead or been slain by Macbeth. There is one scene with a drunk porter who some sort of pretends that he would be open the hell gates. And there again, you some sort of have the summary of uh, of the main themes of the of the play. We talked about drunkenness as well, so the. Porter talks a little bit of drunkenness, but but before he some sort of talks with Macduff, he he some sort of while he pretends to be uh, someone who 
who holds uh, the hell gate opens and how closes the hell gates. He some sort of in uh, scrutinizes people who pass through the hell gate. Why they made uh, may have sent to the doom and the first one he's he announces is is a farmer who hanged himself because uh, out of uh, because uh, in in expectancy of plenty so this is again the f first thing we have greed so this over um, um this greed this farmer hanged himself he was too too greedy he wanted more than he was he he was due then the second one who passes through the gate is a jesuit he some sort of again talks with two lips uh, or, or, or um, he, he some sort of disguises his true nature this again a very important theme of the of the plate so deception yeah deception in one sense he 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 speaks with a split tongue this 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 jesuit uh, who who uh, who has been called an equivocator uh, who who has uh, some sort of uses language in both ways he some sort of uh, conjures up heavens heaven and as well as hell so 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 so, so he he plays a doubled game a double edged sword so he lies and he's cunning he has no uh, moral principles and 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 he have uh, principles and 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 swerves in both directions good and bad so this is what the porter says and this is again some sort of what we have for the themes uh, uh, with macbeth uh, he this guy is his true nature he he doesn't want anyone uh, looking in to his heart into his soul um, he he's he deceives people he this uh, uh, um, this guises himself and this is again some sort of a big theme blindness we said blindness this this guys and the third thing uh, and the third one who uh, walks through through this imaginary ge hell gate is a te tailor here uh, in the f third example you can read the tailor in both ways because the tailor some sort of uh, in one hand the You could read the third, uh, third person who walks through the hell gaze this, this tailor as someone who some sort of stole from people who already had plenty. He some sort of has uh, forged French hose, uh, so which means he just took away people's uh, people or the little what people have. This is one way you can inter. Or you could see it in the another way that that uh, this uh, theme, which would hit the theme, and this is that this tailor helped our people to disguise himself, uh, themselves, put on a different garment, put on a different hose, and so on and so forth, uh, and then uh, some sort of he could he gained something out of it, uh, so, so, um, and and then here uh, the. Porter says, "Yeah, come in. He, it is hot here. Here you can roast your geese. So, so, so all his gain he made out of this, or either from he stole from people, or the 
little they have or they he helped them to some sort of disguise their true nature either way the 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 gain he made out of this was is not worth anything he can only roast his geese in the hell so so this is some sort of a summary you have throughout the plot a couple of times uh, i would say a summary of the main theme this is it all these are of course not all themes we will talk about some uh, later as well one big theme is uh, between men and women so what is manly or the masculinity this is huge theme and the next theme is sacrifice this is i think a very important theme uh, which comes with the theme of babies children and harry tends who follows who follows whom um, so so and we will talk about this at the next time next week i hope you will you, you will join us and i hope that you take care uh, of yourselves in the in these dangerous times do not get bitten by a dog and uh, and that you uh, keep healthy in this uh, uh, keep safe and healthy in this pandemic bye when so much of life is about the big moments it's the details in the all new 2022 grand wagoneer that make the small moments truly special take joy in american premium design and available technology like the 23 speaker macintosh reference entertainment system and with seating for up to eight, no detail is overlooked because it's the details that make every journey grand the grand wagoneer grand adventures return wagoneer is a registered trademark of fca us llc it's finally time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.